we solemnly swear that we are up to no good. Hi, uh, this is our fourth episode of Nocturning Heads. I'm Shifa and Abin. Should I have some introduction for you every time we introduce each other? No, no, I think people know us by now. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping to go for Patrick and Spongebob. I call oh, wow. <laughs> All right, I'm SpongeBob. I'm more cute. <laughs> you can take you can take the cuteness. I don't want it. Okay, All so right. uh, coming back to our podcast, it's October and it's Halloween, so we decided to go back to Hogwarts for Halloween and talk about the lovely food that they eat during this holiday. And if everybody, I'm sure everybody would remember the scene where uh, the troll arrives. And how Harry, Ron and Hermione become friends. Do you remember, Abin? It was one of the most touching moments in the book. Oh, yes. I mean, I saw Halloween as a very grand event first time through Harry Potter. And then, yes, it was the first time that the trio actually comes together with that initial moment of their, I mean, the emotional moment of Hermione and Ron saying something mean. And in the end, they save her and the, and then they just eventually end up being together. That's a really special uh, moment for them. This particular snippet in the book is also one of the most talked about because of the Wingardium Leviosa. I remember we were in sixth grade. You used to sit uh, ahead of me, I think. Uh, yeah. I think it was Sana, Hafsa, you and me, right? Yes. It was that phase. Yes. And we, I remember we would uh, practice it with our imaginary wands. Leviosa. <laughs> and actually have arguments about what Hermione said. Remember? Yes. Our, yes, we did. Imagine, we, we could talk about hours about a pronunciation of a spelling. Of a word, yes, I know. That's how crazy we still are. I think we could still manage, but if only we had the time. I know. Life caught up, Abin. <laughs> but we're still here, and we're still doing something that we love, at something that counts. Silver lining! <laughs> oh, God. So... Uh, how about we dive into the Halloween portion where we actually see Harry and Ron rescuing Hermione and then she rescuing them back as well. Let's see how. Five points to Gryffindor. <laughs> Just for the sake of it. live bats fluttered from the walls and ceiling while a thousand more swooped over the tables in low black clouds making the candles in the pumpkins stutter. The feast appeared suddenly on the golden plates as it had at the start of term banquet. Harry was just helping himself to a baked potato when Professor Quirrell came sprinting into the hall, his turban askew and terror on his face. Everyone stared as he reached Professor Dumbledore's chair, slumped against the table and gasped. Trolls in the dungeons thought you'd ought to know. Prefects! 
lead your houses back to the dormitories immediately. Follow me. Stick togethers, first years. No need to fear the troll if you follow my orders. Stay close behind me. Now make way, first years coming through, first years coming through. Excuse me, I am prefect. How could a troll get in? Don't ask me. They're supposed to be really stupid. Maybe peeves let it in for a Halloween joke. Oh, I've just thought. Hermione. What about her? She doesn't know about the troll. Oh, all right. But Percy better not see us. Percy! hissed Ron, pulling Harry behind a large stone griffin. Peering around it, however, they saw not Percy, but Snape. He crossed the corridor and disappeared from view. What's he doing? Why isn't he down in the dungeons with the rest of the teachers? Quietly as possible, they crept along the next corridor after Snape's fading footsteps. He's heading for the third floor. Can you smell something? Harry sniffed and a foul stench reached his nostrils. A mixture of old socks and a kind of public toilet no one seems to clean. And then... <laughs> and then they heard it. A low grunting and the shuffling footfalls of gigantic feet. The key's in the lock. We could lock it in. Good idea. They edged towards the open door, mouths dry, praying the troll wasn't about to come out of it. With one great leap, Harry managed to grab the key and slam the door and lock it. Yes. Flushed with their victory, they started to run back up the passage. But as they reached the corner, they heard something that made their hearts stop. A high, petrified scream. And it was coming from the chamber they just chained up. Oh no! It's the girls' toilets! Hermione! It was the last thing they wanted to do. But what choice did they have? Confuse it. Oi! Pea brain! Come on now, run! Run, Hermione, run! Hermione had sunk the floor in fright. Ron pulled out his wand. Not knowing what he was going to do, he heard himself cry the first spell that came into his head, Wingardium Leviosa. Club suddenly flew out of the troll's hand, rose high, high up into the air, turned slowly over and dropped with a sickening crack onto its owner's head. The troll swayed on the spot and then fell flat on his face with a thud that made the whole room tremble. Is it dead? I don't think so. I think it's just been knocked out. A sudden slamming and a loud footsteps made the three of them look up. They hadn't realized what a racket they had been making. But of course, someone downstairs must have heard the crashes and the trolls' roars. A moment later, Professor McGonagall had come bursting into the room, closely followed by Snape with Quirrell bringing up the rear. Quirrell took one look at the troll, let out a faint whimper and sat quickly down on the toilet, clutching his heart.
Snape bent over the troll. Professor McGonagall was looking at Ron and Harry. Harry had never seen her look so angry. Her lips were white. What on earth were you thinking of? You're lucky you weren't killed. Why aren't you in your dormitory? Please, Professor McGonagall. They were looking for me. Miss Granger? I went looking for the troll because I, I thought I could deal with it on my own, you know, because I've read all about them. If they hadn't found me, I'd be dead now. Harry stuck his wand up his nose and Ron knocked it out with his own club. They didn't have time to come and fetch for anyone. It was about to finish me off when they arrived. Well, in that case, Miss Granger, you foolish girl. How could you think of tackling a mountain troll on your own? Miss Granger, five points will be taken from Gryffindor for this. I am very disappointed in you. If you are not hurt at all, you would better get off to Gryffindor Towers. Students are finishing their feast in their houses. Well, I still say you were lucky, but not many first years could have taken on a full-grown mountain troll. You each win Gryffindor five points. Professor Dumbledore will be informed of this. You may go. We should have gotten more than ten points. Five, you mean, once she's taken off her minies. Good of her to get us out of trouble like that. Mind you, we did save her. She might not have needed saving if we hadn't locked the thing in with her. common room was packed and noisy. Everyone was eating the food that had sent up. Hermione, however, stood alone by the door, waiting for them. There was a very embarrassed pause. Then none of them looking at each other, they all said, thanks, and hurried off to get their plates. But from that moment on, Hermione Granger became their friend. Aww. There are some things you can't share without ending up liking each other and knocking out a 12-foot troll is one of them. Aww. It is one of the best paragraphs written in the book. I miss them. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm very nostalgic right now. Well, nostalgia does hit hard. But isn't it beautiful that we can revisit the old times and memories and draw some joy out of them? So thank you so much for revisiting these memories with us. I hope you guys enjoyed. We will see you all in the next episode of Nocturning Heads. This episode was produced by Abin Shaikh and Shikhanasi and edited by Abin. The music for this episode is credited to producer John Williams and Warner Records Incorporated 2001 and 2002 for the original motion picture soundtrack.